0: Have you ever tried doing everything you know and nothing seems to be working? I'm talking about when you try to keep God in everything, but things are still out of your control and in a bad way going out of your control and nothing, everything you try is not working. Everything you're doing is not working. And so now you're suffering from what is going on around you. Like it's out of control. It's not in your control or what you think is not in God's control. And you just feel out of control. Like it's out of your hands and just whatever's happening is happening and you can't control it. And you just know that without some type of miracle, you're gonna fail this. And if you've ever felt like that, or feel like this right now, then this message is for you. I got a sentence that I just really love and I'd like to share. It says, my suffering is not punishment. It is a battle scar that demonstrates my loyalty. Again, I'll say that. My suffering is not punishment. It is a battle scar that demonstrates my loyalty. So I want to talk to you about a about what um, Jesus did. Okay, Jesus got on a boat with some experienced um, fishermen to go to another part of the lake. The fishermen know everything about the lake, you know, and the boat. fishermen are experienced they know what to do if anything should occur but a storm came and the fishermen tried everything they knew how to try to save themselves from drowning you know and that's like us sometimes in our situation we know everything about our situation we know what to do if something should occur even if something was to happen We know exactly what we need to do to get out of our situation. And yet, everything that we try, we still end up failing. We'll try everything to fix our situation. You know, just like the fishermen on the boat, trying to do everything they know how to stop the boat from drowning and killing them all. But everything they were trying to do, they kept failing sometimes even doing everything we can, we're still failing. Like them, their boat started to crack open and water started filling the boat and Jesus was sleeping. Have you ever felt like you were sinking and about to drown in your situation and you're like, where are you, God? Are you sleeping or something? You call out to him and You could barely hear him. You try to feel his presence. You don't feel it. You try to pray for a miracle. You don't feel anything. You don't hear anything. Nothing changes. You don't see any changes. And you're just like, Jesus, please wake up. Which actually reminds me of Psalms um, 44. If you read Psalms 44, starting at uh, verse 17. Is it 17? Actually, I'm going to start at verse 20 Psalms 44 verse 20 it says if we have forgotten the name of our God or spread our hands in prayer to foreign gods God you would surely have known it for he knows the secrets of every heart but for your sake we're killed every day we're being slaughtered like sheep wake up Lord why do you sleep get up. Don't reject us forever. Why do you look the other way? Why do you ignore our suffering and oppression? We collapse in the dust, lying face down in the dirt. Rise up, help us. Ransom us because of your unfailing love. And so when I am, that's the end of Psalms 44. But when I am thinking about the fishermen that are on the boat, they're saying the same thing. They're telling the Lord to wake up, just like in Psalms 44. If you're lucky, you're gonna get to a place where everything you try fails. No matter how hard you try, nothing will seem to work. Nothing will go as planned, and it will be damaged in a way that you don't understand. But I feel like we missed the entire message. I feel like we missed the entire teaching moment that Jesus was trying to teach the fishermen. And it wasn't in the boat. Once, once we got to the boat, the, the teaching moment was gone. It was more of, let me just go back. It was the mustard seed. You see, Jesus told the story of the growing mustard seed. And if you just read through, you might miss it. The fisherman said, okay, let's go to Luke 17. Okay, let me go there real quick. If you go to Luke 17, verse five, the fisherman. this is what the fishermen who are now called apostles, this is what the fishermen I'm calling them fishermen for a specific reason. They have been changed. Their name has been changed to apostles, but they were fishermen before they were apostles. Okay. Before they started hanging out with Jesus, they were hanging out on the boat. They were fishermen. Okay. So it was in the mustard seed. You see, Jesus told the story of the growing mustard seed. And the fishermen said to the Lord in Luke 17, verse 5, they said, show us how to increase our faith. Okay? Don't miss that part. The apostle said to the Lord, show us how to increase our faith. Not tell us, show us. Okay? And that's when Jesus first started telling about the mustard seed. Okay? Okay? So they asked, first of all, these fishermen asked to Jesus to show them how to increase their faith. And yet Jesus starts explaining about the mustard seed. Now, as you read through, Jesus gives a very long description about the mustard seed. It is like classes in session. You could read about the mustard seed in Mark and the book of Luke. But what stuck out to me is in all of this talk about the mustard seed, what stuck out to me is going to Mark chapter four. So if you go to Mark chapter four, verse 27, if you go to Mark chapter four, verse 27, this is what Jesus says. Night and day, while he's asleep or awake, the seed sprouts and grows, but he does not understand how it happens. Okay. So when it says that either while the farmer is asleep or awake, the seed is going to sprout and grow. Whether asleep or awake, the seed is going to sprout and grow. But when we read Mark four, verse 20, like just go to verse 20, it's just up just a little more verses. Verse 20 says, "'And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even hundred times as much as been planted. Okay, so when we read Mark 4 verse 20, Jesus says that the seed that falls on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word produce a harvest. Do you see how this all ties together? Whether the farmer is asleep or awake. If the seed is planted in fertile soil, that seed is going to produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as been planted. So what does that mean? That means that whether Jesus is asleep or awake during your crisis, all you need is faith. As small as a mustard seed, okay? And Jesus actually describes fully over how even if we had faith as small as a mustard seed, we could physically have a mountain moved into the sea, like an actual mountain, not like a a, a description of a mountain. Oh, my life, my problem is like a mountain. No, he's literally like talking about a mountain, okay? (laughs) That's what he said. He said that if you even had just as small as a mustard seed you can do that okay so I mean like I said if you go through Mark and go through Luke you can really fully understand how Jesus describes faith and how we just need a little bit of it to be able to do all of these things okay but still the fishermen say this is what the fishermen say the fishermen say show us don't tell us, show us, okay? So, okay, Jesus says all of this and a lot more actually. And after he talks about the, the seed, the mustard seed, then he says, okay, fishermen who know the sea very well, whose job it is to be on the water. Okay, fishermen who collect fish and know how to ride a boat and know the sea very well. Since you used to work in it every single day, I told you all of this about faith. Now, let's see what you do with what all I told you. Since you told me to show you how to increase your faith, let's cross to the other side of the lake. A lake you know well. I mean, you've been on this sea before. You know this lake, okay? This is what you used to do. And that's the same thing that God is telling us in our situation. Okay, you know your situation very well. You, you, you know how to be in the job that you're in. You know how to, to handle this situation. You know how to um, collect your fish. And you know how to ride your own boat in whatever situation you're in in your life. And you know your situation very well. You work in your situation daily. And I just told you everything about faith, okay? So let's go into your situation. And now I'm gonna go to sleep okay so we're we're just gonna cross this lake right here and and you I'm going to sleep okay I just told you about faith now I'm just gonna go take a nap so just like in mark 4 verse 27 Jesus goes to sleep in fact it even talks about how he had a whole cushion like he had the whole pillow and everything on a boat in the back of the boat. Like it's even says he's in the back of the boat. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm done. Like I'm going to the back of the boat and I'm going to sleep. I told you guys everything that you need to know. And at this moment, this could have been the time that the fishermen used their faith. This ha this could have been the moment when everything was falling around us that we say, no, This day, I will have faith. Like this could be the situation in your life right now where you say, today, I'm going to have faith. This day, I will rebuke the wind for coming against me. This day, I will rejoice that the Lord is even with me, even if he's asleep, even if it feels like I can't hear him. This day I will believe that I'm going to make it because the Lord is with me. So, Jesus, you want to go to sleep? Here, have a blanket, sweet dreams. You rest because no matter what, I believe that this storm is rebuked, this problem is rebuked. I will get out of this situation. Today, I'm going to command the wind to do as I say. You're with me, Jesus. So, how can I drown? I may not see you, but I know you're there. You're at the back of the boat somewhere, but we're on the same boat. You're here. There's no way that I'm going to be able to drown in this because the Lord is with me, and I believe that there will be a way out. You will make a way out of no way, Jesus. That's just what I believe. And if my boat begins to sink and the waters begin to rise, my God is with me wherever I go. I will get out of this situation. I will walk by faith. I will not walk by sight. the fishermen did not do this. The fishermen didn't do that at all. The fishermen were afraid. They were afraid when the storm came and they were terrified when the Lord saved them. They were scared both in both situations. You know, fear cannot be our emotional response every single time we come in contact with a perceived threat. And that goes with fear's cousins as well, anxiety and stress. These emotions, this anxiety and stress and fear, like we can't go to that response. Every single time we come in contact with a problem that we cannot be able to solve. I mean, you've seen how the Lord performed miracles in your life. And yet you still doubt them with your new storm. Every single time you have a storm, you're going to go through fear, anxiety, stress, anger, resentment, disappointment. I mean, when is it going to be like you were just going to go in fear and peace and love and trust i mean there what is what is wrong with just having faith write this down faith is not mastered on calm seas faith is not mastered on calm seas faith grows in the storm faith grows in the storm you've got to have faith and allow a miracle to happen in your life allow it to happen in your life you can't control everything even this the situations you think you can control all they gotta do is this all this has to do is that all I need to do is this all he has to say is that all she has to do is this all I have to do is that just allow a miracle to happen allow God to take control have faith I mean this faith that I know that I know that I know quit being so passive Could being so passive with when the enemy comes on you I mean you are just at some point we get too passive on situations that happen in our life we have got to be less passive When the enemy comes, when the storm comes, and we try to be passive and just, we don't even allow God to do work a miracle. Why can't we just say, oh, God's got this. I have faith. Have this faith, this unshakable faith. Just this strength, this faith. And you know what? You can't learn it on a calm sea. And that's why Jesus said, okay, I taught you about the mustard seed. Now we're going to, now we're going to go on the water. Now we're going to go on the sea. Okay. All right. So, you know, you know, it's faith, right? It's not everything you know. It's not all that you learned about fisherman life. It's not all you learned about the boat. It's not all that. It's everything that I just taught you. Let's see if you have faith, cause you told me to teach you, to show you. So now I'm showing you, and this is faith. Will you have it? Will you rebuke the storm? Will you tell the, the wind to, to, the waves to be still? Or will you walk in fear and say you're about to drown? Will you speak to your mountain? I mean, this could go on forever, but at some point we have to just have faith. Diana Monique is committed to leaving her business just to preach the word of God on a regular basis. Leaving the world and starting a church for a single mom costs and requires a lot of faith and partnership with you. To become a partner, please visit imspiritled.com. Thank you for listening. Make sure to tell a friend. And please rate this show before exiting.